Hello troops, Tom O'Leary, getting ready to drop the next instalment of the Granite Zero podcast. But before I do, a quick shout out to Combat Fuel. Combat Fuel is a veteran-owned, veteran-run company that gives proceeds of its profits to charity. But if you want to go and get yourself some decent sports supplement, go and see Combat Fuel. Put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout and get yourself 15% off. While you're there, go and see Dead Mammoth Coffee. Now, Dead Mammoth Coffee is the best coffee that I've ever tried. Not only because it's veteran-owned and veteran-run, but it is roast-to-order and ground specifically to your taste. And you're saying, Tomo, what else can you do for me? About 15% off. Put in the promo code MILL15 at checkout and get 15% off. You're welcome. If you like good sports kit, go and see my boys at Right Flank. Now, Right Flank are a veteran-owned company as well, and they produce some of the best stuff out there. So go and see Right Flank. Put in the promo code FLANKED15. That's FLANKED15 at checkout and get yourself, guess what, 15% off. If, like me, you suffer from depression, anxiety, some of you might have eating disorders, sleeping disorders, whatever it may be. If you use CBD, that is scientifically proven to help you with any sorts of issues, problems, or anything like that, including muscle soreness, ligament damage, and the list can go on and on and on. The best out there, especially in the UK, is Infusion CBD. So go and see them. But joining me today on the Granite Zero podcast is Little Brown himself, Darren Thompson, my big brother, back in the studios, this time drinking coffee instead of wine. But enjoy this. We go for a lovely trip down memory lane. Things that you can get away with as a kid, back when we were kids. Not so much these days, but you know. So, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Genuinely. 
genuinely. These are like, nah, stop road running, idiot. Uh. I don't like road running anyway. Because I uh, used to carry weight, you know. Yeah, still carry a bit of weight. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Carrying Deontay Wilder weight, that's why my legs don't work. Yeah, that was a shit excuse, wasn't it? What a shit excuse. Come on, mate. You've got to do better than that, haven't you? Yeah. Just, what, he would have been better off to go in, yeah, he, he beat me. <laughs> well, he did, he beat the brakes off him. Oh, he smashed him to pieces, didn't he? But yeah. his, little, um, his little video was fun afterwards. Oh, I'm going to ride like a phoenix. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Warrior, I'm going to fight to the death. Yeah, not. Yeah, boxer. Yeah, you got issues. You've got you've got issues, mate, and you got destroyed by the Gypsy King. Yeah, and that's fine. He's a good boxer. He's the best. The, the best. But yeah, he's put in the re um the uh, what's it called clause? The name the rematch clause. Yeah. Number three, can't be bothered with it, mate. No. Not invested. I, I think I'm one of many people that say that Tyson actually won the first fight. Yeah. Um, and there's no doubt on the second fight. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, his legs are tired. His legs are tired, which in turn perforated his eardrum. Mm. Did he? By all accounts, he's medically suspended for a few weeks to make sure he's equilibrium. Yeah. But yeah, some big fights on the on Saturday. Yeah. Noel Bender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see um the the last like uh, face-off thing? The old Romero did, um, did, this, yeah, did the somersault. 42. Mm. Wow, could be. Could be could older. Be Even. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know, mate. And he's got, like, two kids that are, like, 27 and 26. Yeah. All the kids. So many kids. I'm interested in how they're gonna are they gonna screen the Chinese lady that's fighting? They're gonna screen her? Yeah. Coronavirus, man. Oh. Don't be spreading well, that shit. Only if she's been back to China. That's where she trains and lives. Is it? Yeah. Beijing, mate. Oh. Uh, I guess she would have had to then. You don't like to think so. They wouldn't just let her... Oh, there, there's, a, there's a strain of it over over here now. As in... Yeah. Down the road. Hey, Mary Stone Studios, they found it. Just found it there. Yeah. What do you mean? They found it there. <laughs> I think 
there's a lot of media scare tactics on that. Yeah. Is there, is there something going on? Can you go Eddie Bravo on you? There's something they're trying to distract us from? Well, possibly. Turkey and uh, Libya kicking off again, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. And Russia have like, said, all right, one of, their, one of their little drones got shot down and stuff. Ooh. Don't need to be. But it's like they're all worrying about this coronavirus that's killed like two people. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey, how about you sort out the flood defences because that's worse? Yeah. Hereford's been underwater, mate. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Hereford's underwater, fucking Yorkshire's underwater. Shrewsbury's underwater. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> We're right down south. We're right. Is there a river near you? River Medway. Oh, okay. Do your geography. Um, but yeah, down at the bottom of our village, there's that that a little bit. I think, yeah, Hampton Bishop was literally underwater. Well, I was trying to say this to Kit because obviously we came up to visit him, mate, and it was yeah. a bit flooded down the old love flats. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, but this could be absolutely a dream. <laughs> right. A used to like zoom about on there when it used to flood when we were little on like a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. He definitely did, didn't he? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't just go, hey, Kate, blow you some jet ski on it. Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely happened. Yeah, yeah. And on the uh, Bishop's Meadows. Yeah. Um, and when the floods were at their worst, because even Lebury Road was flooded because of the brook, yeah. um, there was a guy in a canoe outside Tesco Express. What, getting his meal deal? Well, no, Tesco was close. He's <laughs> <laughs> got to get his real deal. <laughs> oh, I got told a story as well. This is so Hereford, it's unbelievable. So, a guy in sort of the Fauno Hampton Bishop area was, um, he wanted his newspaper and he couldn't get on the roads or anything, so he rode his horse. <laughs> what, a cowboy? Yeah, across the field. <laughs> or the, the fields. He rode his horse. Ah! <laughs> 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 Can you imagine that? Come on, Tonto. Not Tonto. It's my horse. Hmm? Where are you going, lad? Scared out of my horse. He's gonna come back on sometime next week. Mason. Yeah. Said he, he wouldn't mind coming back on before his fight, and possibly afterwards. Okay. 
get amongst it. True to his word. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what we will say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's all been um, good, like, down here. Mm-hmm. Not a lot's been happening, because just corona and that. Mm. <laughs> um, did you watch football last night? Um, I watched the second half of Arsenal. Did you see him get uh, Gendouzi? Gendouzi. Sorry, you got well. booked, booked for being sarcastic. Brilliant. You did have, you did have dickhead Mike Dean referee in, though. Yeah. You did. Like, picked up the... <laughs> It was like, all right, I'll put it over here then. <laughs> <laughs> he booked him for dissent, but it's not dissent. He's just being sarcastic. It's almost as good as when Gaza got booked for... Uh... Booking the ref. Booking the ref. Good times, good times. <laughs> um, I th- I'm just checking something. Yeah, Mike Dean was on Crouchy's podcast. I thought it was him. He seemed all right. He's quite, he's quite, he's quite yeah. funny. Actually. From what I've seen, he's he's a good chap, good chap. Mm-hmm. So, um, in our football news, I'm just waiting to hear back from Yeti. Those mm-hmm. of you that listen to podcast, listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, who talks a lot about the Yeti stuff. They do smokers and coolers and all that sort of stuff. So what they're going to do is, what I'm guessing, I'm still waiting for a reply, because they've asked for our logo as well. So I'm guessing they're going to stick our logo on it for us to auction off. Oh, nice. Should be pretty pretty good. Y Valley got back to us. They're going to give us some, some beverages. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, just still waiting back to hear back from some other other sponsors in the pipeline, but it's going quite nicely, really. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this game and the reason I've sort of up my training. Um, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. Uh, if you've got players like Pascal Chimbonda playing... Who said he, who's also said he's going to come on the podcast, just a quick one. Yeah. Well, we'll see, but... Um, but even if they you know they're 75% middle-aged players I've been watching like the the feed I don't always interact with it on on the WhatsApp group because sometimes it's too too much but um, too much sometimes um, I'm just wondering is everybody taking it as like so I don't expect us to win the game I don't expect or anything like that. I'd like to don't get me wrong you know we, but we are a group of people who are not going to be trading together we're not some of us have never played football even near where the other people played football um, against a group of ex-professional footballers now, I don't think a lot of people understand just how much better they are than you. It's <laughs> so much better, mate. Because if you just stick a, a semi-pro 
a sort of veteran footballer into a regular Saturday team, they look like Messi <laughs> in that team. Now, these guys were all playing in the top league in the country stroke potentially Europe at some point. So they must have been good enough. Pretty good, I'd say. So I, you know, I... I French international. Yeah. So I, well, he's, yeah, so there you go. Um, I just think that, because, you know, I've offered to um, do some training programmes and stuff, depending on what people want. Nobody took me up apart from you on that. But I just hope that people are going to be physically prepared for it as well. Because even if they're out of shape, they're going to be stronger than the average soldier, should we put it that way, in terms of football strength. Yeah. One thing carrying weight and promoting is another thing holding a player off for you. Yeah. And knowing knowing how to do it, etc. Because I remember remember playing with Dodge at Peggy and somebody went in to do Dodge because he was obviously running the show. And he just turned his foot a little bit and the guy ended up hurting himself. Yeah. Little things like that. It's on a football pitch. It's, well, it'd be the same if we were playing a, a rugby team. You know, we've all, we've all played rugby. But... Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing um, cricket about 10 years ago because we had... Uh, what? At the barrels? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and a load of people in there were saying, you know, we were all like pretty decent sportsmen, blah, blah, blah. We'll beat any sort of amateur cricket team going. Nah. Nah. Didn't happen. <laughs> we got walloped. Albeit, most of us were getting pissed anyway. Cricket, but. Cricket, and you'd think, ah, oh, cricket, bit, bit of a shit game, bit slow, not a lot of physical performance needed. Fucking hurts when you launch a ball, though, isn't it? Yeah. Take someone's head off, mate. Yeah. I, I went up to bowl, and obviously, when we were at school, played a little bit of cricket, not a lot. Too boring for me, too slow. But I, because I've, I've got a long throw, and I could bowl really quickly, and used to do it in the old nets for PE. By the way, crossing the fingers. Um, um, yeah, I used to get on all right bowling in the nets. Um, thought that I could do it over at least, maybe get a few wickets with our old speed ball. <laughs> Mate, after a couple of buddies and a a long old runner, I think the ball went about head height the entire length of the wicket. <laughs> and, and no, well, it wasn't even it wasn't even like aiming for the wicket. This was going at the guy's head, not in pur- not on purpose. I just like I hadn't bowled a cricket ball for. 10 years at that point and just thought oh yeah I could do this nah nah so I uh, only did the one over a couple of wides on there as well tried doing the outside spinner 
But anyway, going back to PE, I was thinking the other day, um, well, I texted you, didn't I? I said, oh, I've got a few things I want to bring up on the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and there's, there are a few things, and hopefully they just flow one into the other, and I don't forget. I've got notes on my phone if I do forget. Um, things that wouldn't fly today. Yeah. Now, we all remember the pants and vest thing, but that... <laughs> That in PE, I don't. Th- I don't. I think. Are you better going in your pants then? What? I don't think that ever happened in our sort of era. Not that I can remember, anyway. But at Bishops, they had the kit bin. Kit bin was disgusting, mate. Smelly. Like why? Like, that wouldn't fly today. You couldn't just tell some kid to go and put on damp, stale, sweat-ridden other people's kit. Tiny rugby shorts. Like, but you just couldn't do that for like, coronavirus reasons. But <laughs> why didn't they, they... They must have had washing machines at Bishop's. Yeah, they used to wash the first team kit. And yeah. Why didn't they just... It didn't. Why didn't they just wash the spare, like, lost property stuff? Because it, it was as though it was a punishment, though, wasn't it? I yeah, and I get... Put that on, then. Go on. Yeah. But now... Are there some boots over there? Nah, come on. They're size four. I've got size 27p. Do you remember there was that kid? Um, I'm not sure if he was your age or if it might have been younger or older. I can't remember. But um, the the head of PE, who shall remain nameless for this, for possible legal reasons, he made him play rugby in his school shoes and he slipped and somebody tackled him and he snapped his fucking femur. Now, it wasn't my year, but that sounds... He wasn't even, like, a, a a regular rugby player, I don't think. It was just PE. PE. You will you will play in your school shoes and no grip on the wet, slippy mud. Yeah, yeah, and it was like the grass would be at the moment. And it was yeah. awful. And, yeah, he snapped his femur. Pretty sure there was an air ambulance. Maybe it's a year above me. That's just, that's outrageous. It's things that like things that to me doesn't seem that long ago, but I suppose it was. It's, I mean, it was twenty twenty odd years since I was at high school, but it doesn't seem <laughs> like that. But it doesn't seem yeah. that long ago that I was walking from Mum's to go there. Um. Yeah. Um. I remember um, people just getting ripped for stuff, which I bet that doesn't happen so much now. Like um, I, remember, I remember the same sports teacher literally ripping the um, the, the one student uh, because they dyed their hair sort of David Beckham blonde. No, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, 
they dyed her hair and he just he made like a a big thing out of it bullying him basically oh yeah and me yeah but getting your ears pierced by another uh, teacher who i think is still there actually um no sideburns no sideburns top of the ear job um um yeah well i went in and he told me to take my ear, my newly pierced earring out and I said I've got permission to have it taped because it's got to be in for so many weeks and he said um, in my day you would have been considered, considered a puff if you had your ear pierced and I turned around and said well it's not your day is it <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think they still get given press ups as punishments I don't know. I'll have to ask. I'll ask Georgie. Ah. Uh, I Chris Smith. He loves getting a mention on this podcast, by the way. Chris Smith. <laughs> we, we had to do 100, 100 push-ups because we were hanging off the uh, tennis, the tennis balls, the basketball court, the, the ring. You know, Outside. The, play, the playground. Hanging off that. It's just 100, Tomo. What? On your knuckles. On oh, my knuckles. I think I remember on the episode of Chris, you were talking about that. Yeah. Nick Dow, yeah. first 15 captain. Don't worry about it, Nick. It wasn't you, mate. Ah, uh, just me. Uh, it's not jump up there. I know I could jump high, but 10 foot. I used to be able to grab the ring. On occasion, not every time. When I got good uh, when I started playing um, with the, I remember Bev used to love this name, the Hereford Hawks. When I yeah. played there. Bev loved it. Uh, I dunked a couple of times, and I tried it in a game and just fucked it up. Yeah. I'm not going to try that again. <laughs> good times. But yeah, definitely. I don't think they can do press ups anymore. As a punishment. Ah, mm. ah, ah, just wait. Uh, something else. Oh, yeah. But remember, you but wouldn't they, have had... They're that in there now, haven't they? Yeah, but George was saying that they've got rid of a load of the kit. So I don't really know. Don't uh, know. They, haven't, they haven't got a rugby team like they used to, though, have they? I don't know. Um, so... A teacher before you started at Bishops, he left, I think, when I was in year eight. Um, I remember, I think it was Dan Maitland was chatting. We were just getting ready to start um, rugby. And he, because he was talking, you know, his back to the teacher, got pinged in the head, American football style, by a fucking medicine ball. <laughs> I shit you not. I don't know. I don't know if it was Dan or if it was somebody else, but I'm pretty sure it was Dan. Yeah, he got he got walloped in the back of the head. Couldn't do that now. Oh no, definitely not. Definitely not. I'm trying to think of um, other things that you def. <laughs> they definitely can't watch you shower. <laughs> no. No, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too weird. Now you think about it. 
I remember at college I got asked to leave because uh, there was this lad, I can't, I can't even remember his name. And he was only there for a little bit. He was just a bit of a cock. He was one of those people who, you know, when they, they'll they come in and they'll tell you something they did at the weekend. You go, right. <coughs> no, you didn't. You didn't do that. Didn't happen. And we were, we were playing basketball and I was, I was driving into the paint, going for a layup. And you know how high I can jump anyway. And he, I could just see it, like, literally the old eyes down, saw him, and I slam-dunked it on the top of his head, and it hit the roof. <laughs> I slammed it. Like that. Hand above my head, and cap so you, out. So you shot him? Yeah, I didn't like him. So <laughs> I, hit the, the ball hit the roof of a sports hall. That's a big... It was a whammy. Please say you went whammy after you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I got asked to leave. Sorry, dude. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that wouldn't fly. Okay. Try things the other stuff. It's all soft now, isn't it? Getting retrospect. It's a good word. It's all soft, but also it's all stuff that like you can laugh about now at the time. It was a bit like, what? Are you sure? But we didn't, he never questioned it though either. No, it's just. For example, for example, if the people. Well, I suppose it comes down to having a bit of respect for your elders, maybe. But, um, yeah. like, not one of us ever would have thought when they go, give me 100 press ups. No. And it'd yeah. be, you know, give me a. No, what are you going to do? That's a thing these days, isn't it? Right. Oh, that, I tell you, when I talking about respect for elders and what have you. So the kids around the area that I work have zero respect. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, they they made a rod for their own back by putting the signs up that say "Be a courteous cyclist." Does it say anything about not cycling? So these kids cycle about fine. But then they start popping their wheelies and almost hitting little kids with it. And you go over and speak to them and they just don't give a shit. They're like, what are you going to do? And honestly, nothing I can do. There's nothing... No. Not like the olden days where you'd give a little slap around the head or something. I fucking want it. <laughs> when, they're, when they're doing their wheelies, I want to grab the wheel... And just throw it. I called one of them a dickhead the other day. That was almost a bad idea. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, there was no cameras on it. You can't call me a dickhead. Just did. I could call you a lot worse, you little fat fucker. <laughs> um, yeah, so sort of segueing off, like, sort of old school memories. Oh, one last one. Do you remember when the the... The drama studio was built, and you yeah. hadn't started Bishops yet, but you came to give me a hand because I was a GCSE drama student. Um, and I sent you down the stairs in a box. Yes! Yeah, but you... So... Well, 
might the weekend. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Just carrying costumes that smelled like moths. Why? 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 Why is it always the same costumes? Oh, I don't know. Um, so I was thinking the other day about um, the lazy summer holiday parenting. <laughs> Go for it. Do you remember we used to get given like three quid a day and we'd have to go, we'd get dropped off at the swimming bars or sometimes you'd have to walk. You would have to walk sometimes or get the, the hopper. Yeah. And we'd have to spend the entire day at the swimming All bars. All day. All day. <laughs> I mean, value for money, but I'm pretty sure dad just went golfing. Oh, but yeah. Because we were banned from golfing because he broke the golf golf club. Um, the cart. Cart, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a few sort of segues we can go on here. We'll keep the swimming bars up here for now. Yes, we did crash at Berg Hill, I think it was. I think it was Berg Hill. who crashed the golf cart. And then he blamed me. Yeah. If you remember. Because he crashed it and we went flying out the side. <laughs> Was he pissed? I don't know, but he went off-road, didn't he? To go and find yeah. his ball. Through the, like, I don't know what it's called in golf, the trees on the side, where it's rough. Trees. There always seems to be a fucking orchard on a golf course for no reason. There is no reason for it. There's an orchard. Um, so he went off looking for that ball. Went head. Who else were we with? I've no idea. I just it wasn't... It was- yeah, it wasn't just us three. There was somebody else. Cause it was a... One of his mates. Yeah. Um, and anyway, he crashed. And we went flying out. And then he blamed me. And then children weren't allowed to drive him after that. He yeah. brought in a new rule. Um, and also, for some reason, I feel like it's over at the sort of tech college, sixth form college, Aylston Field. Yeah. Where we always used to go. Got it? golf balls and leave me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> leave me in the car. Leave me in the car, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretend you're driving. But the thing is, you could do that now. Just give him a phone. You didn't have a phone. You were just playing, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm driving. And how you didn't knacker up his gearbox, I don't know, because I guarantee you changed the gears and didn't use the clutch. I wouldn't be able to reach a clutch. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I was going to say, I don't think it was there. I think. <clears throat> I think it might have been Berg Hill again, because for some reason, Dad got me golf lessons. And I'd do my lesson, and then me and Dad would just go, well, Dad would play golf, and I would try and repeat what I'd learned in my lesson. And you had to go, and you swung the golf club, and it hit me behind the fucking ear. <laughs> you deserved it. But I think I was facing the other way, and you just sort of swung it back, and it just I just felt this almighty thud right behind my ear. Probably deserved it for something. <laughs> I remember Dad used to let me uh, drive the car, so he'd be... We'd go into Burke Hill, for example, 
and you go, come on in, boy, and then I'll be steering. Sometimes <laughs> 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 always ways with bush. Mm. Um, so back to the swimming bars. Yeah, so that would be. Um, that was like every day. Well, it felt in my memory it was like every day, or quite often, unless unless we were shipped off to Auntie Tina's, um, and we spent a week there. But like in my memory, it was like every day, and it would always be like a, you got your three pound or your five of between the two of you all day. All day, I get you chips. Yeah, I get you chips. Um. Not a bad way to spend every day, but also give me something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but but we got it wouldn't, we, have, it wouldn't have been it would have been like George you would have been like George's age. Yeah, maybe a little bit older, and I was like maybe Jess's age, maybe a little bit younger. Yeah. Just go off on your own. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go and cycle to more. Fine. Mm. Where have you been all day? Oh, playing in the river. Oh, have you? Yeah. I remember I went fishing once and didn't tell mum. She went ape shit. When I say I went fishing, I didn't do any fishing. <laughs> I, went, I, I went with Mark Lewis. And then she always used to go berserk at me because I'd always go off because all the kids around by us when I was probably Jess's age now were all older, four or five years older. But I'd always try and keep up with them. Um, oh, I've got two, th three things, four things. One, one was I'd always go to the quarry about this time of the year and it was flooded at the back. And you go down the snowman hill for no... Why was it called the snowman? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Chris the other day about the different names of these hills. Yeah. I remember. Snowman hill. Snowman hill. <laughs> and that had the, the little hump that you could do a jump off, which at the time, Stranger Things style, you probably thought that you were flying through the air when you just did a little jump. Um, but if you went... And it was always like an adventure when you went to the quarry because you'd always find little bits maybe a porno mag, but you'd always find a little bit, you'd find little bits that you hadn't explored before. And I remember cycling through there and it was like quite boggy. Then all of a sudden I was 50% underwater. <laughs> and I carried on cycling, but it was very slow and getting very sort of wobbly. And I, I remember having to go home and explain why I was wet to my nipples. <laughs> Mum went ape shit. She went ape shit. Um, there was another time that um, excuse me, me, Mark, and Simon, Mark and Simon being older than me, cycled out to. Um, the lug down from the lug on the lug flats where you used to go running but down towards the river there yeah but obviously being Jess's sort of age maybe a bit older so I, I'm going to say probably around 10 
Yeah. Never explored down there before. Because you don't take into... You, your navigation skills aren't there. Like, going past bishops... Nah, don't yeah. go that far. I go as far as Hampton Dean School, up to the quarry, or Gorsty Lane. That's my sort of... Yeah. I know where things... That's I know where things are. Um, yeah. You know, it was, it was always an adventure. If you go to bloody Goldsmith Close, around the corner from where I live now, um, that you've got the, the roundabout, you think. It was a little cut through. It was mental. It, no, it was mental, because... That was an adventure. So, ooh, I don't know these people or these houses, but it's just around the corner from me. You know, just opposite where Rob Hartland used to live, that cut through. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, we go down to the River Lug. I had some blue, what can only be described as rugby short, but football shorts, Adidas, blue ones, uh, white stripes. I never saw these again because we went down there got in the river, went for a little swim in the river. Danger. <laughs> Dangerous. Went back. I'm not sure if Mark was even supposed to have gone, or Simon, so we put our stuff in a carrier bag and hid it in his shed. Never seen those shorts since. Never told mum where I'd be. But I was frightened for years afterwards. <laughs> that I was going to get found out. <laughs> yes. I was trying to for years. A, I went on a, a little adventure with Will Colgate to uh, Mordeford, where there was a rope swing into the river. Into, yeah. It might have been Mordeford that I went to. For some reason, I'm thinking it was the Love Flats, but it well, might have. And I didn't let go. Went straight back into the creek. <laughs> yeah so there was the time that I went fishing with Mark and um, mum didn't know where I was obviously no mobile phones around at that time um, I'd been gone for didn't seem very long but it was probably hours but obviously being a parent in that time when you can't contact your kid must have been terrifying where's my little boy gone has there been a man in a van you would have been, to quote Brendan Sharp, if they've got turtle toys, that yeah. would just take me away. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd gone, I'd gone down to um, off Hampton Park Road, that part of the river. Common Mark, he'd taken all his fishing kit. He was obviously okay to go. He stayed there. I suddenly realised, ah, shit, I should probably go. Went to leave, put my foot on some mud and consumed my whole leg. So I had to go home with, like, a dirty leg on my <coughs> on my Anelli white bike with green handlebars. And Anelli or Mel? I don't know. Um, got home to mum. She went apeshit. There's a there's an ongoing theme to this, isn't there? Mum went apeshit. Because she, A, didn't know where I'd gone. B, I was filthy. And C, I think I may have tried bending the truth as to where I'd been. <laughs> I think. I, th I think that's how it went. It was either that or she turned up. But I can't, I can't see her turning up because she didn't drive at the time. Didn't drive until... Um, so going back to the swimming pool... Um, we got 
considering we'd never been trained, we got pretty good at diving and doing acrobatics over... I feel like it was every summer. It was probably only one summer. Um, But we got pretty good at diving. We got pretty good at bending the rules as to what the lifeguards would let you do, what they wouldn't let you do. Um, Yeah, kicked out. Yeah. Kicked out a couple of times. That was always awkward because you have to go to the phone box then and use some of the money that was meant for your chips. Dad, (laughs) can you you pick me up? Why? Been kicked out. What do you get? And then you just you obviously what's the drive from from Lyle close to so call it fifteen twenty minutes the whole time bricking it. But like in retrospect, I don't know if it was true because in my head, Dad was just furious all the time. Every time he did anything wrong, <laughs> to me he was always furious. Yeah, um, but. I'd like to know if afterwards, once he'd given us a bollocking, if he went downstairs, spoke to Mum, was like that. <laughs> they were kicked out for me. I do it now. Not, I'm, 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 <laughs> so do I, but... <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if, like... I'd laugh at you. I, I, I don't know if Mum and Dad's parenting was to the same degree or not. Yeah. I, I don't know if Georgie thinks that I'm... Angry all the time. I don't think she does, but... The girls think I'm furious at times. That's why they don't like telling me stuff. But... Yeah. I was doing it the other day where Jess had done something and it was annoying and she was being annoyed and it started whimpering and whinging, so I just laughed in her face. (laughs) I was (laughs) pointing at her and laughing. She's like, what are you laughing at? It's like, you're ridiculous. (laughs) Um... Ridiculous, so, I'm not sure how much this was a thing um, after the, um, the sort of conversion of Hereford Swimming Pool to um, the leisure pool. But I, I think it was. But I've got great memories of that swimming pool. Really? Especially the diving pool. And this is going to make you go, oh, yeah. When they brought out the inflatable. (laughs) The the, the big Pluto. Yes. And also, yeah, you've got half an hour. It felt like forever trying to get on the fucker. Making you (laughs) (laughs) But also, there was always the bigger kids. They could always get on there and they were always throwing people off. Um, um, uh, also, the inflatable slide off the the top board. Do you remember that? I don't remember that one. Oh, uh, mate. Health and Safety 101 here. It was a slide that they clipped on somehow, inflated it, and you just went up to the top board. Didn't matter how old you were. No. Slide all the way down to the Olympic diving pool, which I don't think, it might not even be there now. I think they might have just closed it. Health and safety, can't go on the diving board anymore. But when the inflatables came out, mate, or when it became the leisure pool, when it was either summer holidays or, or if you were like me and you, and you were the pirates of the leisure pool, because you spent every day of the summer there, 
when there was a party on and they had the floats out and you'd steal one. The two of us. The two of us. The two of us. Like the Brothers of Destruction started there. I sort of lift you out of the water onto it and they just move you about. <laughs> oh, fucking good time. So expensive now, swimming. Yeah. Why is it so expensive? Don't know. Too expensive. Um, yeah, I think that's the extent of what I was going to talk to you about. It was just, I, was, I, I can't remember if I was listening to something or if I just came across that thought and I was, I've, I think I've got a note on here. Hang on. Um, I just thought, um, on the other group pod, you've got, um, Perth was furious, was they at the, uh, spot all left in the gym. Oh yeah, that was, things like that. Smoke. Things like that, I, I do not understand. Like, that whole gym culture thing. Like, I don't get it. Like, made, made in the gym. No, you weren't. You're made in your mum's belly. <laughs> Womb. I don't... It is another thing. Right, I, I was kind of reserving these things for when... My new project comes in. It was just going to be a segment. But nipple vests, though. I don't get it. Who puts those on and goes, looking good? Not even it. those Not even those massive guys that are obviously not on steroids. They just take, they just take creatine, mate, and eat 12 eggs an hour. Um, you only put... Even, that ever look good wearing one of them. Where's Hulk Hogan. Oh, where's his snipes? His snipes in White Man Can Jump. But he didn't even look good, did he? He did. Nah. In his hat. In his hat. Yeah. No, I do that sometimes to annoy people at work with my hat. Point it up. What a brilliant movie, though. Yeah, great movie. Also, I work with people who haven't watched Boys in the Hood. Because it is quite an old film now. Yeah, but it's classic. Yeah. Um, some people haven't watched Scarface. Some people haven't watched Dirty Dancing. Yes, and they should. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going down that road again. No. Um. Yeah, because I was I was walking around the kitchen the other day and I quoted, I ain't an African, you African booty scratcher. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, Max him in the face with a pointing stick. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it. Um, you say it's on Netflix, go and educate yourself. Yeah. I didn't say that. I said you should watch it. Um, but yeah, that whole gym thing uh, just, just wear a t-shirt a nipple vest yeah okay you look dumb or is it a vest that they stretch oh, I, I don't know I don't know but um 
what else don't I like? Oh, I got enraged the other day. Nearly ruined my day. It was a simple thing. So, there was a guy. It was, in actual fact, he probably saved me because my legs are still hurting from my leg day last week. Today, still hurting. Um, But I was doing legs and I thought, right, what I'm going to do, I don't like machines, but I will use them to finish off my sets. I'll just max out, put it on a medium weight, max out on a leg extension, uh, a leg press. Can't bring myself to use the um, the open close leg, the adductor and abductor machines. Can't do that because because yeah, the gynecology machine. Because the amount of women I see on there thinking that that's going to make their legs smaller, just it's not going to work. Um, but doing doing like a thousand half reps, like it burns it, but yeah, but you look stupid and it's not doing anything. So doing half the things you think it is. Um, uh, so, so, so yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna gonna finish off on like a mega set, just complete to failure on each of those machines. And there was a guy. Bear in mind, this was a uh, like seven o'clock in the morning. He'd taken a power bag and two kettlebells. To, he's obviously doing legs. And he's put the power bag on the floor. This is bothering me, by the way. This is... I can't train with the general public after having my own gym for 10 years. He put the kettlebells... Well, he started off doing the leg extension, so I was like, okay, I'll do some more squats while I wait for leg extension. He gets off after doing his set on the leg extension puts the kettlebells on the leg extension machine as a bit of reserved for me, puts his foot on the power bag and does lunges. Static lunges, one foot. On, uh, how big's a power bag? This big? It's doing nothing. If you want to do a Bulgarian split squat, i tell you what, go in the other room and use the bench, which is how you do it. Don't completely make one machine obsolete for the entire other population of this gym right now. <laughs> you, might, you might as well have got a reserve site. It fucking made me mad. Blood red. Blood it's red. Like I, I, I get it. If you're doing like three sets of ten or five sets of whatever and you stay sat on it, fine. But don't put your kettlebells on there and not even, he's not even using them. He, I, I should have just gone and picked him up and started doing, I don't know, Turkish get-ups in the middle of the room. They weren't even heavy. They were like four kilo ones. Uh, it made me mad. Um, another thing. So this is one of the first sessions I'd done in the gym um, since doing my induction, which was hilarious. Um, there was a mature lady in there we'll say mid to late 40s, early 50s, just lay on her side doing the same movement as the adductor abductor machines, but just doing the movement. And I, I was like, this is this is a prime example of why I can't use, like, literally walk around with these on. Leave me alone, headphones. Yeah. Listening to literally 
punk, heavy metal, or hip hop? Punk. Yeah. I like a bit of punk. It's very, it's very angry. Um, so she's doing this, and my, the thought in my head was like, either there's there's two things going on here. Either you think you're doing something, but you're not. Yeah. Or two, you know you're not doing something, and you're just saying I went to the gym today. Yeah, it's more likely. Either one makes me mad. The, uh, the active where women on the school run make me blood red, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's... Because they bit at the beginning on the school drop-off and then on the collection, still in the same kit. If you've gone to the gym, you'd be sweaty and minging. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily, because um, like last no. night I went... Last night I went down and the way the machines are sort of set up, so over here you've got a leg press... Here you've got adductor, here you've got abductor. So I call it the fake gym corner. Yeah. And there were two girls, I'm going to say, between, well, they drove, so they're going to be between sort of 17 and 21. They're in that age sort of bracket. Literally, uh, this another uh, another segment on this, they... They did, like, so many on the leg press. So they sat down, just moving backwards and forwards. There's literally hardly any weight on there. They're discussing on their phones, on, I don't know, whatever the fuck. But they're talking to each other and on their phones. Going, oh, yeah, as they're going. And like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't train properly if you're on your phone. I get it if it's in between your sets and you're training on your own pass his time for, for the minute or whatever, send a text but to be actually working and on your nah, nah. Be, be present um, but yeah so they're in their activewear and I had the thought, right so you know my favourite joggers the, the grey jogger yeah so they're both wearing the grey jogger but in leggings material now, that's not going to go well if you get work on. No, it's going to go all sorts of sweaty and you'll see where you're sweating. But not this two. Not this two. And drop. wearing makeup. Uh, um, oh, yeah, so the, the segue after that was, now, I know I'm fairly strong. We'll say fairly strong because there are people that are a lot fucking stronger than me. Um, and I think I'm naturally quite balanced physically. Um, but I want to know who the fuck uses the weights before me, either the night before or they got there a little bit before me at six in the morning. Because I can do those weights like this with my fingers. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> And I don't know. And they're set up for, like, the, the crossover or whatever. Yeah. What you doing? What are you... Again, like, are you, are you just telling yourself you're doing something at the gym? Or is that all you can move? 
if that's all you can, I, I can genuinely get two fingers. Those of you on the audio, I am moving my two, my index finger and my middle finger from a, my, they're in a pointing position and now they're horizontal. I can do that with the weights. Now I've got strong grip hands, but not that strong. And you're either doing some sort of air movement or you're doing a cross. Either way, put more on. Because I'm not the biggest guy, and I know, I'm, like I said, I'm moderately strong. But I can stack all of those for most exercises. So who's using them? Female. But I'm going to say, you'd think, wouldn't you? But... You've been to many gyms over the last 20 years. You see many girls using a cable crossover machine? Not really, no. Not really. Good point. Well presented. I do like being in that gym setting, though, and doing shit that people don't understand. Like the Turkish get-up. I was doing that the other day. I did a tightrope press today, and people were looking at me like, what you doing? But I guarantee those people will try it when I'm not there. I saw a guy doing this, and they won't do it properly because a tightrope press is actually really difficult. I have a, a, a few that always say to me when I'm in there, oh, I've never seen anyone do that stuff before. So I'm just doing a deadlift, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing about this place. And like, it's like, all the plates, etc., are not set up for deadlifting. Yeah, too small. And I, I did have a joke, actually. I was talking to Berth at work. Shout out to Big Black Berth. Um, I wonder what they'd do if I turned up with my bumper plates. Just under my arms. Oh, what are you doing, mate? I want to deadlift properly. Yeah, one deadlift. I mean, that's, that's funny on two levels, isn't it? One, that why have they not just got the right size? Maybe because they don't want people deadlifting. I don't know. But also, it would be funny if I walked in with 60 kilos of um, bumper plates under each arm. So you right? What are you doing? Deadlifts. Deadlift day, mate. So, so yeah, last week my body was in tatters because it wasn't as hard as I used to go. And you're like, and then your body's like, hey, hey, ease me into this. Uh, yeah, but do you know what's annoying about that? It is other than uh, not being able to count and screwed myself on my first set of squats the other day, got stuck at the bottom. Oh. Uh, yeah, I couldn't count. I thought I'd put 60 kilos on there as like sort of a warm-up, but 120. That's a big difference, mate. That's a big difference. And also, I was a bit annoyed that I got stuck at the bottom because I used to be able to front squat, uh, but I triple my body weight. Is that right? Or double? Double. And I got stuck at 120 on a back squat. But... Other than that, this is, this is where like physiology uh, bugs me because I can still do the things, 
So I did my my pull-ups last week. Managed to, you know, it was a bit of a struggle towards the end. Um, decided to go with just the 30 pull-ups, but do it in three sets of 10. Yeah. Did it. Did a few extra back exercises, nothing mental. Um, again, used the machines to finish off. I'm not joking you when I said that I could lift my elbows to shoulder height, but then couldn't push my hands above my head the next day. I was literally was there and I would have to, as if I was pressing something, get them like that. So how can I physically do it if it's going to have that effect on my body the next day and the day after? <laughs> a good question. And it will come down to recovery, etc. I understand that, but like, surely, if the muscle isn't capable of doing the thing, the task, then how can you still do it? But then, literally, like, be immobile. And like I said, like I did, I did my leg day. My legs are still hurting to an extent today. It's yeah. Nearly a week, nearly a week later. I don't think it's down to recovery because no, it's my, my recovery practices have been pretty good to be fair because I didn't want this I didn't want the pain but again I have had a very long layoff due to injuries and work commitments and just being, being a bit lazy because I didn't have any reason to be training you're welcome um but it is good. It is good, and I know we've talked about it loads before, and I've preached about it before. But it's good for your noggin as well. It is good for it's, your noggin. It's, it's free. Say, I've done. Well, I did yesterday and today, and um, it's as though I've got that that bug back to go and train properly. Like mm-hmm. tomorrow, I'm to work. So I'll probably go to the gym on the way home as well. Uh, good on my new iron horse yeah got a max speed of 42 mile an hour out of it the other day lightning mate I'm going to say that wasn't on a flat road oh no it was downhill but (laughs) (laughs) the legs are pumping mate (laughs) what is the fucking time September Uh, ten, ten I've got a uh, shoot in a bit because I've got um, school run to do. Yeah, that's cool, man. Because um, this will probably be the latest episode to be aired. But tomorrow, the 4th of March, Granite Zero is one years old. Yeah. Happy birthday, Zero. Happy birthday, Zero. So I'll do, I'll do a post. What? tomorrow you love a post Lo- love to post oh yeah sweet as a nut brother yeah I am um, I'm trying to post up what workouts I've been doing I should ah oh, shit I'm supposed to save them never mind um but any of the listeners any of the listeners want any um if you go to at the Darren Thompson on Instagram on my story that's got the, the current stuff that I'm doing. Um, 
I should probably just change that to Little Brown, shouldn't I? Yeah, do it. That's uh, racist. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of trying to log what I'm doing. As sort of, no, I don't really know why, but I just put it out there. That's good. You know, have a look. Try, you can follow it if you want. It won't work for you because it's designed for me, but... Um, <laughs> just to give you an idea for um, just different exercise combinations I guess and maybe a bit of variation on what you're doing in the gym I used to do this a lot you know used to be you know. um, yeah so I'll, I, I've already posted about it but a big thank you to Dead Mammoth Coffee Company for sending me a t-shirt you didn't. Sean ordered the wrong size. But, <laughs> but it's a, it is a great, great T-shirt. Um, uh, looks cool, fits well. Um, and yeah, yeah, I've got one too. Cool. I, got, I, I, I haven't got a hoodie. And that's literally got a, a mammoth hood on it. It's lovely. I am going to just point this one out, though. You're never going to need a hood like that if you're wearing a hoodie. Because if it's cold enough for that hood, you're going to have a jacket on. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like wearing shorts and a long sleeve T-shirt. Choose. This is a nice jumper hoodie. I'm not so... I'm not saying it's not, I'm just saying this is how my stupid brain works, isn't it? I look at that and go, well, that doesn't fit. That, that should be on an Arctic coat. An Arctic coat. Not on a sweatshirt. But, no, it's cool. I don't know why you did that. I was going to have a dance, but I thought better of it. Yeah. Thank you for thinking better of it. It's all good. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go now anyway. I've got to get Georgie's football kit ready for tonight. She's back in back training. On. Back in training. Probably have another couple of weeks off games, but sweet as. All right, mate. All right, mate. Well, have a good time at work tonight as well. Oh, I will. All right, mate. All right. Beautiful. Lovely. And there you have it. Latest episode of the Granite Zero podcast with Little Brown and myself. Just want to do a big shout out to everybody that's been subscribing, downloading, listening on all the different platforms that we are on. Whether it's the social media ones, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and even those that are downloading on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Without you guys, we wouldn't really have a show. Coming up, um, we should have a couple of guests coming up soon. Uh, we will possibly be having guest of the year last year, Mason the Dragon Jones, before his Cage Warriors fight coming up. Um, and we also might have another guest lined up in the pipeline, but I'll keep that one under my hat. But without further ado, I've been Tomo. He was Little Brown. This is the Granite Zero podcast. And as they say... In the regiment, per through adversity, I'm Tomo and I'm out.